Here he is. Zach. 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 Come on. Zach. 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 Mr. Snow. I'm a human being. I'm a human being just like you. I deserve privacy, guys. Give me privacy. When's this gonna end? Cut. Thanks, man. Thanks for your help. Zach Stone is my name. going it's a going going yeah. all right i just want to say first things first happy belated birthday oh, matt we thank did you we didn't get to record yeah not like your birthday yeah, yeah. so that kind of stuff but everyone out there make sure you wish matt a happy birthday yeah and don't forget to also wish steven a happy birthday yep. it's been two months but you know i'll he, still hear it yeah you know i hear it we're listening yeah absolutely always we're uh, watching listening and with that i'm matt I'm Steven. And this is Pilot Seasons. Yes, this is Pilot Seasons. Uh, the show where we take a look at shows. Yeah. It's the we show just, about shows. We just look at them. Yeah. We, we just, put them in front of us in a sh- on a shelf and just kind of look at them and admire their essence. That's that's really all, all we do. <laughs> oh, but we, we get to look at shows that ended within its first season or shortly after. And, you know, we decide whether it deserved its flunk or if we would have... We would kept it on for a little bit yeah, more. Just like this show. Just, we're we're going to cancel this show. We're just going to cancel season. it after the first season. It's going to be kid, done. Just kidding. But how that would just be like the perfect ending that, to this yeah, show if we cherry, never did it again. That would just be the cherry on top of that milkshake. Just like a show about us talking about shows that ended within their first season or just after and right after our first season. Never hear from us again. Right? Even promise like, like a second it, it's season. Poetic. It just it makes sense. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a nice way to close the chapter on that yeah, book. Exactly. How's your week been going? Uh, it's been all right, Christina. I always been sick, like right. I said, so that's, you know, but I haven't been feeling anything, so that's good. Yeah, I uh, I feel for them because, uh, you know, as you know, I had food poisoning yeah. a few days ago. And I'm still kind of recuperating from yeah. that. Food poisoning is never fun. I think I've gotten it like once or, or twice, like I've like, but I, I've never, like, it was never enjoyed the it. most miserable yeah. like two three days of my life yeah, you just feel like you're dead yeah uh word of advice pulled pork three days max that's it yeah not don't, five nope not five <laughs> three <laughs> don't need to go for four don't risk it nope just not just, worth it nope just you see it hits that fourth day expiration just nope, toss, just it, toss out. it out yep. you, know? you don't need it let us learn for you oh boy did we learn yeah well <sighs> i mean you did but <laughs> yeah uh, speaking of learning, we're going to learn about a new show today. New show! Yeah. And do you remember that show is called? It's called Zach Stone. Stacks, Zach Stone's going to be famous. Yeah, you yeah, got it. Yeah, I got it. I was like, I was trying to piece it together in my right. head. Yeah, no, this is a show that aired on MTV, I believe, um, I think 2013. Yeah, I couldn't have been that Yeah, it was uh, created by and starring Bo Burnham. I am so hyped for oh, this. Oh, me too. Just I, I because love it's Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. Yeah. I love... Because it's funny because I've, I've been showing Christina some Bo Burnham here and there. Oh, right. And she thinks he's funny, 
but like some of it she like doesn't get. I'm oh. like, that's great because he's he's real like meta. Yeah, like he's very very meta. So which I which I'm kind of expecting from this show. Absolutely, just even from the trailer. Yeah. Like I'm like, this is gonna be great. Yeah, no, I'm very excited for it. I actually uh. I remember when the show was airing, I watched it on TV. Mm, so you've actually seen the yeah, show before. Okay. But it's been about eight years or so because I haven't watched it since. That's fair. But yeah, no, very. Do you remember anything of it? Not really. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, right. I just remember it being Bo Burnham. It's always good. You know, I remember it's about it's a high school graduate who, instead of going to college, his goal is to get famous. Isn't that everyone's dream? I mean, kind of. That's our dream right now. <laughs> that's you know? our dream right Get now. Get us famous. Get us famous. Matt and Steven are going to be famous. This is Matt and Steven are going to be famous just doing podcasts. Yeah. To get us enough traction to where we can just turn this into a career and stop working. Let us quit our jobs. Let us quit our jobs. That's all we want from this. Start a GoFundMe page for us or something. I don't know. Get the funds somehow. Just get us going. That's all we really want. I'm. I don't know. I'm. I'm really excited for this. Just being Bo Burnham. I've loved everything that he's put out. Um, I really want to see the movie that he made. Oh, eighth grade. Yeah, it's really good. I, I've heard it's so good. I really want to see it. I might own it. Okay, I, dude. I have so many fucking <laughs> movies. By the like, way, we watched uh, Sonic. Oh, hell good yeah. movie. I, good I movie. forgot to let you borrow. That. I forgot to bring it back. <laughs> but it's fair. Well, I will bring it back. We'll, we'll see if I have eighth grade after this. And I'll let you borrow it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. It's uh, it's really good. It's kind of very different. From okay. like anything else he's done, okay, it's a lot more serious. I'd I've, say, yeah, I, I've funny. seen some like uh, um, some interviews where he's talked about it, mm. but I've never actually seen the movie, and I I really want to see yeah, it because really, it, really it cool sounds movie. yeah, it sounds really. Everyone that I've you know ran into that said that they've seen the movie loves it. Every time I hear anyone talk about it, it's they like it, and I'm I'm excited for see, it. I want to see that it. movie is sort of more of like his serious side, whereas I think this show is going to focus more on like his goofy side. See, and that's and see, but that's I feel like I I could appreciate that still because right. like he does that in his in his in his specials. Like he does. That's what I love about him. Like I love how he like will hit you with some comedy, and then he'll kind of drift off into some seriousness oh yeah kind of make you feel a little bit and then he'll pull you right back to the comedy so i'm i I, and i love the seriousness stuff so that's why i'm i'm right i want to see that movie um what going so we sort of did this with john mulaney's show what what is your favorite bo burnham special my favorite bo burnham special is probably make happy okay i i love it i love it i love all the other ones they're all yeah honestly it would be hard for me to choose yeah it's very hard i i i I think the reason why I'd put Make Happy at the top is because when you watch all of them in order, you can see progressively how much better it just he, like he just gets better just every gets, time. Yeah, like, like how much singing and playing, just everything just gets in like the jo- they all just they're all fucking hilarious. Yeah, it just but, all improves exactly. And yeah. like it just to just that last bit that he does, that last song that he does in fucking where he mocks Kanye West about oh, doing right. the, <laughs> the Pringles just, can. Yeah, the Pringles. It just I couldn't. Every time I see anything Bo Burnham's done, whether it's one of his specials or like something he did, like, like he was, I can't remember what show it was, but he was there with like, uh, was it Ray Romano? Like he was oh, there. Yeah. What the was green that? Room. Yeah. The green room. Yeah. Where yeah. he does like art is dead. Yeah. He does yeah. art is dead. Dude. Oh, that that really It was good. so fucking funny. Like it was so good too. Right. So everything that I've seen from him is great. So. I will say uh, a few weeks ago, I, so I have Paramount plus and they have all like the old comedy central and stuff. And I found Bo Burnham's first stand-up special on Comedy Central, like no his half-hour special, when he was, like, 18. No shit. I didn't like it that much. No, really? <laughs> like, I mean, I knew the songs and everything, because uh-huh. I've been a Bo Burnham fan since, like, middle school. Oh, yeah. And, uh, 
but I don't know. It's just after watching him progress and get so much just better. Yeah. So much more mature and like mm-hmm. his stuff has so much more substance to it. Okay. He's just like rapping dick jokes and stuff. <laughs> like yeah, it was fair. still funny, but yeah. it's just not on the same level as his new shit. I guess shit. Yeah, his new shit is just like yeah, it's it's really hard to compete against yeah. as far as when you're competing against yourself. Right. You very, know? very true. So that's yeah. I yeah, no, I've loved everything he's put out. That I've seen, I haven't seen the. Uh, not now, just I want to watch it just to just to see, just <laughs> right. to. Because didn't he? Because Bo Burnham got big from like YouTube, didn't he? Yeah, like he yeah. got he got like his brother or someone like someone that he knows like was filming him playing piano I think he was or something. Himself. Was it? Yeah, he, he was just filming something videos. And, in his yeah, room it got it got put on like YouTube or whatever, and he just blew blew the fuck up. He was honestly one of the first big like YouTube stars, I'd say, to like. Make it out of uh, the uh, YouTube. Use sphere. that, yeah. Use that platform yeah. to then go on to other things. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd agree with that. Which actually, I, did you see the announcement yesterday? No, he has a new special coming out. No, on shit. Netflix, and oh. it's all he stuff he recorded by himself over the pandemic. Oh my! God. So it's sort of going back to his YouTube days where he's filming himself in so his room. Is, oh, okay, but it's him nowadays. Okay, like I'm very excited, dude. It's so weird though, like. I'm I'm gonna pull up the trailer right now just so you can sort of have a reaction oh, to this. Man, I'm excited. I didn't know that. No, did that like, just get announced? You said it got announced yesterday. Yeah, oh, but like, oh, shit. Okay, it's just a quick little 45 second trailer. Okay, I'll cut this down so you don't just hear silence for but, sure. Like, Dude, Bo Burnham with a beard. What the what fuck? The fuck? <laughs> like, oh my, he looked like like a fucking caveman he, or here, let me like, now just from seeing that first of all that was great how he did that transition from right. like the end of uh make, make happy, happy to, yeah. to that the second i saw his face i'm not gonna lie you know who he looked like to me hmm. he looked like uh oh what is his name i'm gonna he plays professor x in the newer x-men movies oh yeah come on come on oh uh, fuck. come on james uh, 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 uh oh my oh god oh my god james mcavery McAvery, yes. Yeah. Hi there. This is Matt. Uh, it is not McAvery. It's McAvoy. Uh, we're stupid. I just kind of wanted to put that note in there. Carry on. He looked like James. McAvery yeah. No, I totally beard. see like, that. Yeah. I, like I was, I was like, what is this? And then I saw the smile. I was like, oh. <laughs> so I, I'm not sure if he's going to have that for the special or if that's going to be out by this time. But if you want to see Bo Burnham with a beard, look up Bo Burnham inside on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Just a little quick thing. But yeah, that was. It's so weird looking. I, that the I, first that, time I saw it, it kind of like made me shiver. Yeah, that threw me off guard. <laughs> like, like really quick, I was like, what's going on? Even like the way like when the light switched off and like it was just a transition from like. You could see the piano and him mm. sitting there, and then you could just see the door. I was like, oh, this is getting a little eerie. Like, is someone going to jump out at me here? <laughs> yeah, I, was like, like, <laughs> I was like, I honestly thought, um, I mean, I know it still was, it's kind of like that as far as, like, um, like his like his style goes. Like, he didn't really do much for the trailer. I thought it was going to be just that. Right. Just that, <laughs> That's just fair. that clip of the door, and then be like, Netflix, like, Bo Burnham inside on Netflix. And I was like, Yeah, oh, no, I'm God. very excited <laughs> for that. I think that's going to be really cool. I think it'll be. I think it'll I'm be good. so excited to see what he does now. Like, oh, like, yeah. like that's how he started, and mm. now he's just going back to it. That's just beautiful. Oh, like, what a great, what a great segue. Right. I was just, I was just like, yeah, he got started on YouTube, didn't he? Great. I didn't even know he is <laughs> yeah. an- announced that he. Great segue. Love it. All right. Oh, yeah. But I guess we should probably get watching this show, and then mm. 
When we come back, we're actually going to have a special guest joining us over the internets. The internets, if you will, yeah, via which, Zoom, right? Yeah, which we've this? never done, so oh, we'll see how this goes. Wish luck. But uh, yeah, we're going to have Landon DeFever of the Films for the Void podcast joining us. He actually recommended this show. Yeah, I was going to say. And I was like, a, good, come yeah, on, do it. He was the <laughs> like, one that recommended this show because you came at me with that, and I was like, you said the show name, and I'm like, was that something on the list? I like, mean, it, it was on our list. Was it? Okay. I mean, we have a list of like 200 oh, well, yeah. fucking shows. I didn't know but, that was on the list. Yeah. So, oh, this is a sh- it just, that's another thing, too, man. A Bo Burnham show that only lasted a season. Right. That's sad. Yeah. But good for us. Yeah. So, we're going to watch the first two episodes, and when we come we'll, back. we'll be back with a special guest to see what we think of it and see if we'd keep it on and all keep that on, stuff. Keep on keeping on. No. Right? No, not right. Uh-oh. Wrong. Uh-oh. Matt? Uh-oh. What? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, we didn't put our Uh-oh. hats on. <laughs> Uh-oh. We didn't put on our pilot hats. Don't worry. Oh, no. We didn't leave the cock. We didn't leave the cock. <laughs> oh, I think I have the wrong hat. This one's super small. Oh, yeah, this one's big. Whatever. No, keep Whatever. it on. I run it. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry about that, listeners. I'm sure you could tell that we weren't wearing our pilot hats. I think the the, the aura, like, in the atmosphere yeah. through that was just like, I guarantee Fuck. you, when you when we listen to this back, when it releases, we're going to feel that aura. That we're going to feel a shift. Like, I feel like right now, they're like, oh, they're on, thank God. I'm going to, like, mask into the background of the audio, just be like, they don't have hats on. Oh, please do. Please do. Just very seldomly. (laughs) Just every now and again. Not consistent, (laughs) just every now and again until we finally realize it. (laughs) Put on your hats. Put on your hats. Fucking idiots. All right. Well, I guess we're going to fucking take them off to watch the show. And then put them back. Don't worry. We'll put them back. Hey, you know what? As far as mistakes go, at least both of our mics are on. Are they? They oh are. fuck yeah, they're yeah. on. <laughs> Trust me, I've been looking right. at them, making sure they're reacting. This could be a lot worse. That's very true. I mean, don't get me wrong. This is it was awful that we didn't have the hats off, but they're here now. Yeah, we know what's going on. We know the deal. Stay with us. Sue us, and we'll be sue us. Just anyone <laughs> sue us, please, please just sue us. For the love of God, <laughs> I don't care who you are. I don't care if you live in Albuquerque. Sue us. <laughs> You know? you know what? No. If you live in Albuquerque, you're not allowed. Hands off. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And anyone else. Nope. Yep. Even you, if if you live in a five mile radius of Albuquerque. Just anyone from New Mexico get the fuck off the swimming page. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. All right. We'll be back. <laughs> That's how he starts it. That's how I start it. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, <laughs> Steven and I just got finished watching the first two episodes of Zack Stone is going to be famous. Quite quite the show it re- was, I'll tell yeah. you that. Tell and you that uh, <laughs> we are joined today by friend of the show, Landon DeFever of the Films for the Void podcast. Welcome, welcome Hello. to the show, Landon. Hey, how's it going? Good. How about you two? Good. Great, good. great. Yeah. Good, good. This is weird. I've, we've never done like a interview type thing like this you know what from now on that's how we're gonna do it i'm gonna sit in the living room and we'll just zoom each other <laughs> oh okay i think that's a good <laughs> that's way perfect to go. exactly why 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 be face to face when nah, you can do it virtually right am i right like, <laughs> yeah let's just zoom. We, we've got that luxury now after we the have, pandemic we don't have to be together we're not cavemen we have technology <laughs> right. all right 
Oh my gosh! Yeah, the only the only thing I regret is not um, buying some stock in uh, in Zoom uh, pre-pandemic. Right. But like, can you ma- can you imagine having that sort of insight to be able to for like, real have a little <laughs> to be able to have a little extra spending money when this goes down? So I, uh, now, yeah. I, I just got into stocks like maybe a few months after the pandemic started, and I was like, oh, I'm going to invest in Zoom. It's not been good at all. Like, <laughs> Like it just kept going down and down, and I was like, "Oh, that was a bad call." I guess <laughs> surprisingly, right? yeah. I was gonna say you think it would take off like immediately because I was gonna say like I think someone tweeted like a little bit into the pandemic that like uh, what was it? Oh God, what was uh, what's the name of the? Oh, it was um the tweet was uh, man Skype dro- Skype ha- dropped the ball with a seventeen year lead, didn't they? Right, for <laughs> and real. that just destroyed me. Like yeah, whatever I don't know. A sing- I was gonna say I don't know a single person that uses Skype anymore, yeah. but yeah, mm-hmm. I was hey, good for Zoom, I guess, for taking taking initiative <laughs> it's like the uh hydrox and oreo thing like oh, yeah. skype probably i think skype came first but zoom took over zoom took it yeah yep zoom exactly <laughs> but uh you know zach stone's gonna be famous you actually brought up this show yes you did uh i did yes are, are you a big bo burnham fan would you say uh yeah i'm a huge bo burnham fan nice. uh i first um, it's so funny i actually didn't get to be a bo burnham fan until i was well into college because at that point he um, started getting into comedy when he was, like, 17, 18. Well, even, it, like, in high school, generally, mm-hmm. basically, from, like, just his general YouTube videos and stuff like that. And I didn't really get into his stand-up until uh, until he released his special What on YouTube. Oh, okay. Which is easily my favorite special of his, and that immediately got me into what he was doing. And honestly, it, it, it's weird because for a long time I didn't i kind of avoided bo burnham because from just his look and everything i honestly thought it was going to be something like fred like his sort of like youtube (laughs) fred thing maybe it's because they look so similar and have similar haircuts (laughs) but i thought that was going to be what bo burnham was so i avoided him for a long time but then i actually watched then i watched what and i was like oh this is what he's doing okay i like this (laughs) right oh yeah yeah i know i we were talking about earlier in the front half of the show but we both love bo burnham oh dude that was actually one of my questions was what's your favorite special, but answered that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Off yep. Uh, de- yeah, definitely what uh, I like to make happy quite a bit. Um, but yeah, what is definitely my favorite. Nice. I think it um, does them. It does the most and has the most versatility. Just not even just um, from a musical perspective, but just those little like quick, like interval transition sort of things right. where he's like walking from like every single moment can be like some sort of piece of comedy, like where he's walking from the microphone to a keyboard and back again. Like there's a joke in there that he yeah. was able to find. And I think that's really, that's really inventive. And I think there's a lot of raw talent that he has and just finding those little moments. Yeah, he, He's honestly just such a smart guy and I'm so excited for him to keep making things, you know? Oh yeah. Like, uh, okay. Your podcast is all about movies. How'd you feel about eighth grade? Um, you know, it's funny. I really liked eighth grade when it initially came out. Um, I actually saw it um, in theaters on opening day um, in Ann Arbor with a couple of friends. And um, I really liked the experience of seeing it in theaters with a bunch of people. But I don't know. And I actually just rewatched it uh, last year. And honestly, like, I think my experience was kind of heightened by the experience of seeing it with a bunch of people and like having every awkward moment, like sort of like singe into you that it kind of, it worked from that dynamic so well. But I think that um, when I watched it at home a couple of months ago, I don't remember when, I think it was last year, actually um, it wasn't hitting as hard for me. So I, I don't know if I love it. I, or I would say it's like one of my favorite a 24 films or anything now, but um, I definitely think there as a, as a feature, it's very strong. And I think that, 
Bo has a lot of really good ideas from a directing standpoint. Right. I'd love to oh, see yeah. him keep doing work like that. I, I don't remember. Did that, was it nominated for an Oscar? It wasn't. It was completely shut out. Um, I think that Elsie Fisher got a nomination for oh, like best Golden Globes. Actress. Yeah, a Golden Globe oh, yeah. nomination for actress in a musical or comedy. But I think that's the only thing it like major recognition that it got. Uh, so bummer. Damn. Yeah. Unfortunately, no, no, great but, movie though. Yeah, <laughs> it's a cool movie. I it definitely has its step um, strong strong elements for sure. <laughs> I need to check right. it out. Yeah, I, I was telling him. I was like, I think I have it somewhere here. I have like <laughs> 200 movies in this house. Like, oh, yeah. I might be able to find it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna say. I think they just put a bunch more out on Blu-ray. I think because for a long time it was actually kind of hard to find, and I found a used copy of it. And um, just when I found a used copy of it for like eight dollars, they put a bunch out. Uh, they put a bunch more out, basically. So oh. I guess they realized it was going dry. <laughs> See, I, I'm pretty sure I got lucky and. Uh, I think I copped one from Family Video when they were closing. You while copped I a there. See, that's where I got mine, actually. Oh, nice. It's funny you say that. <laughs> How many movies did you cop from I, Family Video when they closed? I feel like I spent I've half that, of yeah. what I made there on movies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, run it. I think I was going to say, Matt, I think that's how you and I like initially started talking yeah. was that because um, you were working at the Owasso Family Video and you told me that they were starting to close and I immediately ran down there because I <laughs> – am a huge fan of family video clothes like family video closing sales sort of <laughs> right. thing because yeah just immediately like double your collection for pocket change it's Dude, so nice there was a good like maybe month-long period where every night i'd come home from work with just more movies and my fiance would get like increasingly upset about it <laughs> like we have enough <laughs> yeah exactly i know enough. like i am i know i feel like i oh my gosh i went to at least like three or four it might have been like five or six family videos that were closing in the like yeah. immediate area like within like an hour radius of me and yeah i ended up getting a lot of stuff like just like even like when they hit that 50 cent mark where i'm like okay i'm just gonna grab a bunch of stuff because like 50 <laughs> right. cents like what's 50 cents you can resell it for a dollar like at any used dvd store for the most part so it's like yeah what's the problem <laughs> very true yeah, true yeah. no I, I was walking out of those movies where i was like i think i've heard of this like, <laughs> yeah it's like sometimes you find like little gems like that it's pretty great yeah, for real <laughs> all right yeah. well uh before we get into the actual discussion of the show we sort of have this thing i'm gonna i'm gonna just throw this on to you where okay to sort of let our audience know our guests a little bit more we like to find out their top five favorite tv shows Ooh, so okay. I, I know it's sort of out of nowhere, but just sort of off the t- off the top of the head. No, that's fine. Um, so uh, full closure, uh, full disclosure, I'm not a huge television person okay. as um, as much as like the average sort of media consumer. I, I watch movies pretty much every single day, and that kind of increased even more when the pandemic started because it was like I'm stuck inside all day. I don't want to like risk exposure. So I'm just going to watch a bunch of movies I haven't seen before. Right. Um, TV, it's a little bit trickier, but um, I really love the U.S. office. Um, that was the probably the first time I ever really connected with like a long term <coughs> sort of sitcom oh, for the most part. Uh, so, yeah, the office U.S. would be up there. That would be one. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. I really, really right. like a lot. Um, long running, super funny, uh, great sense of humor, and love how um, topically conscious it's become over the last like few seasons. Yeah, I think for that's real. A, yeah, how it's like there was that one season where it was like there was a like a times up sort of themed episode. <laughs> right. There was a there was a Me Too themed sort of episode. Like like immediately just. I love it's a, the show's ability to tackle like immediate sources of what is relevant and going yeah. on. So that would be up there. 
Uh, I have the same uh, praise of South Park for the same reason. Uh, I think the, I think the first 10 seasons are like that sort of really strong stretch, uh, similar to like the Simpsons. Honestly, I think the Simpsons is, um, that might be four. I'm just going to say four that the (laughs) the original run of the Simpsons is also up there too. Um, the first 10 seasons or so I think are really, really strong. And then five, I'm going to steer away from sitcom territory. Um, Probably Breaking Bad. Um, oh. As far as what I, everything I've seen from Breaking Bad it is really strong and impressive. So that probably is my five. Uh, just under that cusp, though, I would say SpongeBob is <laughs> was very influential for Man. me as a kid. Um, as is Hey Arnold. So those would be like Hell my yeah. top five plus a couple of favorites. Dude, yeah, <laughs> great list. Honestly, I love all. Oh, of Oh, thanks. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, actually, okay. Just because I know you're a film guy. Speaking of Breaking Bad. Mm. Have you seen Nobody, yes. the new Bob yes, I have. movie? Yeah, dude, I loved yeah. that. I just saw it the other night. I, yeah, I haven't I'm had cool. like That's anyone cool. to talk about it with. Like. <laughs> yeah, um, so I like the first half of it a lot. I think the first, um, I think it, I think it starts out very strong. I mm. like the premise and the setup, and I love Bob Odenkirk. I think Odenkirk. I think he's a really strong actor. Oh, yeah. Um, haven't watched uh, Better Call Saul yet, though. I really would like to at some point. Um. But uh, yeah, I think um, I think it kind of loses its way in the second half. I think the story gets a little too complicated uh, to where I think it was kind of trying a little too hard to lean into like that sort of John Wick yeah. vibe territory sort of thing. Uh, but I definitely do still. Um, I, I definitely uh, did like the stronger qualities of it, and uh, yeah, it, it, it is fun. I mean, especially for. Uh, coming out in February 2020, where there aren't a lot of really good new movies, I can understand right, yeah. uh, the appeal of it for sure. <laughs> well, awesome. All right. So, yeah. I mean, I guess we can kind of get into the show. Uh, what, yeah. So what made you want to sort of do this show? Was there anything in particular or just a show that you, you know, enjoy? I- yeah. Um, so the big thing with Zack Stone's going to be famous that I find really interesting. I actually didn't watch the show when it came on initially. Um, again, this was pre what era Bo Burnham. So it kind of just flew under my radar. I didn't really expect anything out of it. Um, but I had a few friends that really highly recommended it to me and I just kept putting it off and putting it off even after I got into Bo's stand up and really connected with him as a comedian, as an artist and things like that. I um I don't know. I think if, as far as a one season television show goes, I think the initial season is very strong in some ways and I think there it's 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 difficult because I think it's interesting too because I like what Bo is starting out doing and I feel like there are easy cracks to see within the formula that are easily that are easily fixable. And uh, which I'm sure we'll get into it uh, down the road at some point. But um, I don't know. I think it's a strong first season. Uh, lots of very funny, sh- sharp stuff from him. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it just um, it sucks because I think it was a little ahead of its time in a lot of ways, though not a perfect show. I think it's a really strong start from him for sure. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, it really reminded me not just because of like the setup with the cameras and everything, but just the humor really reminded me of The Office, like yeah. the U.S. office. With how dry yeah. and awkward it is. Mm-hmm. And I, I, feel I was going like, to say... Oh, oh sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, no, you're good. You're good. You're I was just going to say, I feel like uh, how you were saying it's ahead of its time with how obsessed everyone is with the U.S. office nowadays. I feel like people would have really dug into this if it came out maybe a few years later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure, I know. think so, too. Um, and what's tricky about this show is that... Uh, it was based on a lot of shows that were popular at like that weren't really popular at the time, but they had their sort of 
like roots and cult fan bases like yeah. um like office both us and uk honestly i think with um how dry the show is too right. uh stuff like larry sanders show as well i think um it pulls a lot of uh influence from there as well but um it, it sucks too because i think this show could have really found a home if it would have came out in 2015 2016 i think yeah, would just have been. a few yeah. years later mm-hmm. like, like on a streaming service out, because what 2013 um, yeah 2013 right? okay yeah, 2013, and um, it's it's tricky too because um, if it would have came out like around then, or and on a streaming service, I think would have improved its arc a little bit well because on MTV it was getting like 10:30 p.m. placement every week, right. so it's like who's gonna stay up that late to watch it? And uh, it's really tricky too because like in 2015, 2016, you have shows like Parks and Rec that have has already had like a full length run, as well as The Office that was like really picking up. Sp- picking up steam on streaming services and uh yeah and brooklyn 99 too i think all three of those have a very similar sort of foundation in that sort of style of comedy and how it's set up so it's like it's a, it's a shame because i think there's a lot of potential in it if it would have been directed and guided a little bit differently right well uh steven you didn't really talk much what, what were your thoughts on the show oh my god it was <laughs> something else i'll tell you what i i went in with high expectations just because it's bo burnham like just for that reason, and wow! It, it honestly, to me, it exceeded my expectations. Right, I, it I was, think so too. I yeah, I felt when we were laughing, I was laughing extremely hard. All the all <laughs> everything about it was hilarious. Um, the whole story arc behind it is so odd and strange and meta, which is why I loved it. But it's like it is, but at the same but time, I not. could see so many people yeah. trying to do something like this. You know, like. Mm-hmm. I just want to it's be crazy. famous. <laughs> it's crazy too because um I looked I did a little research before the episode and I found that apparently MTV commissioned Bo Burnham to do this series directly from him because they um it was based off the idea that like um they did a, that there was a national poll that was released and that interviewed high school students about what they want to be when they grow up and I think the majority was forty percent and they said they want to be famous so I think that was what inspired. Uh, them to reach out to Bo Burnham because I think he had a very similar sort of career trajectory where he didn't immediately fit into like after he graduated high school didn't fit into that immediate going off to higher education sort of thing he immediately graduated and had probably millions and millions of YouTube followers like YouTube subscribers at that point and immediately just went head forth into head head forward into stand up and it really yeah. worked for him and caught on in a lot of ways so, yeah, so he was kind of like the perfect guy to do a show like this because he's sort of been through it oh yeah you know yeah exactly <laughs> yeah um, no, the, that was great the, uh yeah the uh yeah the pilot um because i i watched because we all watched the first two right yep. yeah yep okay cool yeah i watched the first i rewatched the first two i've seen all 10 uh i re during uh quarantine i i watched the whole series uh uh, back in, I think it was July or August of last year. And, uh, yeah, I decided to just go back and rewatch the first two just to have a little bit of a, like sort of a grounds for everything. But, uh, yeah, I still really like the, especially those first two episodes I think are really strong. Um, further into the series, I think it kind of loses its way. I think Zach becomes a little too unlikable, honestly, but I think, I think these first two are definitely strong starts and give a lot of really good potential for where, the show could have gone 
And uh, yeah, I think both of those, the, the pilot especially, I think is really, really funny yeah, and has was, some of the biggest laughs. It was killing me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was cracking up the entire time. Oh. The, uh, the the funeral scene is <laughs> one of the hardest I have laughed in the, in the past year. Like I, I was blown away by that whole scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were like a couple times while we were watching this where I told Steve and I was like, this is giving me anxiety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, my palms were sweating. I might need to pause this. Yeah, my palms <laughs> like, were sweating. <laughs> I know. And it's it's cool too because what's awesome is that Burnham is not only able to just um, capture that like sense of like the same like comedy style like of um where it's like shot secondhand like with a camera crew sort of thing where like you're it's where they're aware you're filming a show basically that documentary sort of style but he also taps into that like secondhand embarrassment sort of thing that you get out of both offices and uh and parks and rec because they're like so inherently based on that sort of like cringy sort of humor mm-hmm. so i think it's cool that he was able to tap into that as well oh yeah, yeah like I don't even know. <laughs> I, I loved, so I loved the whole the build up and drop of it. If both of those episodes, just like you knew it was going to just have that kind of cringy fall. Yeah, it's like, like what is going to go what's wrong? Gonna, here? What's going to go <laughs> wrong at this one? Like the funeral for the first one, and then the rock show for this. You just knew it was coming, and then it it was great. It just fell as mm-hmm. hard as it could. God. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and what's cool too about the show is that I like that it already immediately in the first episode it already sets up those very specific arcs that zach is going on like he one he's leaving high school two um he has a good friend named amy who secretly has a crush on him Mm -hmm. uh has two parents that are trying to be supportive but his dad is like very vocally unsupportive sort of thing um a brother who outshines him like i like how it immediately it's only a 20 minute show but it can set up these like very specific sort of arc structures too yeah really really tightly written for what it was you know being like an mtv show i feel like yeah definitely show yeah this is this is like the third or fourth (laughs) mtv show we've done this season oh really what other ones have you done uh we did clone high Okay. We did the animated Spider-Man TV show that was on MTV. Yep. Okay. Um, and then we did the Ben Stiller show, yep. which was on MTV in like the 90s. Oh, that's funny. I actually never have watched the Ben Stiller show. I would like to at some point. Uh, it's on YouTube. It so, is. Yeah. Yep. Oh, sweet. <laughs> okay, awesome. <laughs> cool, cool. Because um, it's funny because at that time in... Uh, I feel like there were like three sort of branches for what MTV programming was doing at the time. They were doing like a lot of the game shows like parental control next uh, room Raiders. They were doing a lot of the reality shows that really took off like Jersey shore and things mm-hmm. like that. And then uh, they also had like that, the, those sort of comedy branches like human giant. I remember was a really oh, yeah. popular at the end of the two thousands. And then, um, and then, yeah. And then they kind of tried to transition into like situational sitcom sort of humor. And I guess it just didn't, like the the ratings weren't there, unfortunately. Which honestly, I feel like that was around the time when I was watching a lot of MTV, like myself, because I, I actually caught mm-hmm. this show when it was airing. Like, oh really? Yeah. Okay. And I remember, I feel like it was around the same time as like uh, when Awkward was starting. If you ever heard of that, and then like the hard times of R.J. At- Berger. <laughs> Yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. Burger a little bit. Um, yeah, I remember those in passing. Uh, but yeah, I, I never caught like full series of them. But yeah, I feel like they all came up around the same time sort of thing. And were like marketed and packaged together. Right. I, I got to say, out of what I remember, I definitely like this one the best. <laughs> like, Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from what I've seen sort of thing or what I remember, those are the that was the this is the one that stood out the most to me. And um, a lot of it, too, is 
a lot of it too, in hindsight, since we're almost 10 years removed from the show is, um, knowing what we know about Bo Burnham's stand-up and how versatile it was able to become sort of thing, as well as like his directing pedigree as well in, in eighth grade. And um, I think right now he, well, he has a special coming out. Did you, did you see yeah, that? Yeah, yeah we, we just talked about that in the first half. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, this worked out really well with timing. <laughs> right, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, how the, there's a new special just immediately around the corner. And uh, also, uh, and I, I think he's also writing uh, songs for the Sesame Street movie I that's going to be coming that. out. I did see that. No, I'm, I'm a 25 year old man, you know, but I am excited for that for some reason. <laughs> hey, and dude, Bo Burnham's yeah. the reason. <laughs> like, I was gonna say, yeah, of course that I was gonna say. As long as you get me, that's the way to get me in the door with a Sesame Street movie, <laughs> right? So for let's, real, let's they know go. what they're doing. <laughs> They've got it. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think there's a lot about the show that really works well. Um, yeah, same with the, uh, the 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 second episode as well too. I uh, uh, one of my favorite lines from that from the second episode is when Amy and Christy kind of get into it a little bit at that ice cream shop when, uh, Zach blows her off and, and Amy says to Zach, Oh, like, why are you hanging out with Christy? Like, she's like, was so rude to people in high school. And he's like, no, she's not. And Amy says to her, she used to write poor on people's lockers. It's like, Oh yeah. If only if they were poor, though. <laughs> only if they were poor. <laughs> See, like the that, jokes that, are just so tight in the show. Like it was, they're really good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh Jeez. my gosh. But, um, and, uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, well, I was just gonna say like, uh, you know, I only bought the first two episodes. Would you recommend buying the rest? I know you said it sort of loses it, but. So I think it does dip. Uh, I think those first two episodes, honestly, the second episode was a lot stronger than I remember it being, but I think there are enough strong episodes that keep the momentum going, even though like some of them, I think Zach is a little too dickish. I think, um, some of the arcs are a little weird because Amy gets a boyfriend in the third episode and that sort of starts its own tension where um, it's sort of like a Jim and Pam sort of tension that I think it's pretty comparable to that where uh, Zach doesn't have interest in Amy until Amy starts dating someone. And same thing, like Amy doesn't have has interest in Zach and she he doesn't seem interested. So she starts dating someone. It's kind of like a back and forth cycle sort of comparable to like how Pam and Roy were dating and then Jim and Karen were dating. And I um if that appeals to you, I would say that's worth sitting through because I think there's some strong elements that kind of kick in uh, a little bit later into the season. And the last episode, I honestly don't, I obviously don't want to give away the ending to right. the final episode of the show, but it ends a little too neatly to where I think that was the reason it got canceled. Um, I think it wraps itself up a little too cleanly oh, okay. to where it does kind of work well on its own sort of one season arc. And like, you could call it the show and like, yep, this is a perfectly acceptable ending though. It could have gone farther. I think it ends a little too neatly to where MTV did kind of have a reason to cancel it. Okay. Huh. Yeah. So would recommend it. It's not perfect. Um, the whole show is, I'd give it like a seven out of 10 sort of thing. It's worth watching. It's, it's, it's good. It's not long. I mean, it's like what? 10 half hour episodes. So I'll probably yeah. bite the bullet on that then <laughs> end up getting it. Yeah. It's worth watching for sure. Yeah. I wish there was a DVD of it out there or something. It's kind of weird right. that there isn't. Well, yeah, uh, but that sort of, you know, leads into our main question that we ask of these shows. Then I'd say, uh, do you think you would have kept it on the air if you had the choice? If I was an MTV executive, yeah. mm -hmm. um, I probably would have gave it one more season to okay. see where it could have gone and maybe gave it a little bit better. Um, time slot placement because i feel like the tricky thing with this show is that mtv is not really 
a network that's built for this type of a show, especially if you're not going to have it anchored strongly within other good surrounding programming. And I feel like there aren't, weren't any shows very similar to what it was doing. So it's kind of hard to put a lot of faith in something that there isn't being given the proper support, unfortunately. Um, and like, like I said, I think if the show came a little bit later, like 2014, 2015, and then immediately came on, uh, something like, like Hulu, for example, like, um, like there's a show on Hulu right now called pen 15 that I feel like is very, yeah, that's very similar. I think in, style and tone to like growing up in high school or like that sort of leaving high school sort of feeling that I feel like Hulu could have taken the show and molded it into something and marketed it to a place where it could have gotten the proper support. So what probably I would probably say, give it one more season to see if it could really take off. Um, so yeah, I would say yes, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of tricky to say just from right, a business yeah. standpoint, but from a fan standpoint, I do like the show and it would have been cool to see it keep going. <laughs> awesome. Well, Stephen, what what would your verdict be here? I I I I, I got to go with the similar, you know, I got to I got to keep it on. I mean, and I think honestly, a lot of these shows that we've covered, a lot of the problem, not a lot of it, but a big portion of that problem is the network that it's airing on. The, the network yep. that it's airing on, not giving it, like you said, the support that it needs and, like, the kind of audience it needs to, even the time slot, like, where it wants to be put. I think that's been a lot of problems with a lot of these shows that we've done is, like, just marketing. Yeah, and with it being MTV, I've noticed that uh, whenever there's sort of, like, a reasoning why these shows were canceled from MTV, it's always, like, we didn't feel like it fit in. Every time. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, we made an animated it, it, Spider-Man show, and then we are like, why did we do that? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, and I guess, I don't know, like, when you have a very specific sort of teenage demographic market, like, you kind of have to throw a lot of, like, darts at the wall to see what sticks and yeah, just kind of fair. try a lot of things. And who knew, who knew, like, what if Jersey Shore wasn't so popular, like, who knew, like, that was going to be such a huge thing. Like, that yeah. show got a six-season, that show got a six-season run and became, like, a huge staple in pop culture, and that kind of revived MTV in a lot of ways, honestly. Yeah, yeah no, I can that's, definitely agree with that. Yeah, that, yeah that's it's, it's, it's weird, too, because I feel like um, I haven't watched, I don't have cable anymore, so I don't watch MTV. Um, but from what I've heard, like, it seems like two-thirds of their network is ridiculous now. Yeah, no, trust me, I see, much. I, I install cable for Dish, and trust me, I see what's on MTV, and it's hot garbage. Just looking at, like, what's on there, it's hot garbage <laughs> is what it is. Like, this is oh what it's God. turned into. Right. And, like, I don't hate Rob Deere. I liked Robin Big when I was a kid, and I, I even Fantasy Factory, I think, had its moments. But, yeah, oh, yeah. I, um, yeah, oh, God, I just, uh, ridiculousness is hard. There's, like, 12 it's, seasons of that at this point. Yep. Like, yep. Blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> sort of thing. Holy shit. Oh, for real. But, yeah, no, I, I'd agree. I totally would have given this another shot. I, I, I loved it. The only thing I'd be worried about is uh, if you did give this another shot, if it, like, caught on or something, and. Bo Burnham just kept doing this. Would he have done all the other things he's done? Like make what and make happy and eighth grade and all that. That's a good point too. Cause like the, I feel like the unsuccess of this show sort of molded what he would do with his career. And it's wild too, because with Zaxxon is going to be famous. There are a lot of story beats in like what's the standup of what that are kind. You can tell are kind of molded around, uh, what Zach's the failure of Zach stone is going to be famous kind of shelled a little bit too, and made him that sort of more of a deeper philosophical voice than just like telling 
funny puns next to songs sort of thing. And don't get me wrong. I love his early stand up where he's just doing that. But at the end of what there's the segment of we think we know you yeah. where he's kind of talking about that. He's kind of because at first he talks to that um, that guy from his hometown. No, he's talking to that girl that knew him from high school. And then he talks to that studio executive, which sounds like an MTV executive. And it sounds like the jokes that he's describing, like, oh, yeah, you should make some jokes about Facebook and MySpace sort of thing. It sounds like he's talking to an MTV executive. Yeah. And I oh. think, yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of weird because I, <laughs> I always just kind of assumed that it was based off his experience with making Zack Stone is going to be famous, too. So that kind of, I think, influ- the failure of that show kind of influenced his career tra- trajectory along the along the rest of his life. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. And uh, yeah. So, yeah, definitely a necessary sort of evil. So <laughs> right. that to happen. Yeah. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, with that, so I don't, have you listened to the podcast at all? Um, no, I haven't. No. Okay. Well, we, we've been sort of pit, pitting these shows against each other and we're going to okay. decide on one show that we're actually going to petition to get brought back. <laughs> and oh, I think, cool. I okay. think right now it's the Muppets. It's the Muppets. Right yeah. The now Muppets it's... from like 2014 has beaten out all oh, the other yeah. shows. I watched I was going to say, I actually, when I got Disney plus, I was scrolling through their TV show lineup and I actually watched a couple episodes of that. And it's funny cause that show has like sort of a like pseudo office sort yeah. of vibe to it too, <laughs> right. which is kind of funny. Yeah. Well, so I guess we got to decide if we'd take that or Zach Stone. Oh, oh Lord. Uh, put me on the spot. I honestly, right. no, I, just from what I watched, like and this may go against everything I loan up for, but I honestly, like Muppets was great. I'd, I'd personally put this show over it. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. I want to see it do more. I want to see more. So like, I was going to say, like, if you don't buy that season, I'm going to buy it. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see what more it can do. That being said, like with, you know, even though that, you know, cancellation did, you know, mold him into what he is. I'd like to see what more it could do. And who knows? Maybe he could like bring it back like 10 years down the road and be like, Zach Stone is not famous. The sequel. (laughs) Exactly. Where he tries to revive himself a little bit. I was going to say say, it's an opportunity too for Hulu to pick up the show too, or one of those streaming services like Peacock or something like that. Like, boom, give it another shot. Why not? Or Paramount plus they have, they have Viacom. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. For real. They need some originals. I think. So yeah, I I would, I would say, I would say, this over the Muppets. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go in with that. We we'll go on it. Yeah. All right. All right. Very cool. All right. So <laughs> I guess this is our top show right now. This is our top yeah. show. Lovely. Right. Very good. Very good. All right. So um, here one second. Yeah, I was gonna say, where is that lovely? I'm glad that we don't actually record this as far as like video goes, so people can't see this. I mean, if your eyes hit the wondrous of this box, oh, you'd be blown away. All right. So at the end of every episode, we choose what show we're going to do next, and we usually don't know what that's going to be. And uh, we okay. we draw that out of this beautiful box beautiful. that we have handcrafted. Ah, oh, good flavor, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, usually, when we had a guest on on our like third episode, we let him choose. But you can't really like reach through the screen and choose or anything. That's cool. You can pick for me. That's totally well. I think we're going. Oh, or I was gonna say you can pick out two and then I can pick between the two or something. Well, I think there's only a couple left, so yeah. I'm actually gonna pull them okay. all out and I'm gonna let all you right. choose what our next episode's gonna be based on. Oh yeah, oh, that sounds good. I don't even remember what shows are in here. I think the only show right, that cool. I consistently remember that's still in there is Son of Zorn, and that's because I picked it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So, cool. Cool. So we've got Son of Zorn. Okay. Okay, we have Marvel's Inhumans. 
Okay. Um, and then we have Greg the Bunny. Ooh, um, sorry to go against Son of Zorn. Pick Greg the Bunny. If you're talking, are you talking about the Fox one or the IFC one? I have no idea. <laughs> So the Fox one, they're both only lasted a season. The Fox one, you should probably just do the Fox one. Okay. Um, the Fox one, uh, again, it's a Seth Green show. And yeah, the Fox one, it, again, only lasted a season. And then um, then IFC picked it up, I think, for another season. And basically the IFC version of Greg the Bunny was just a bunch of movie parodies. Oh, okay. okay. So Yeah, so they did like Fargo, Pulp Fiction sort of thing. So yeah, I would watch the Fox one. And yeah, I would pick Greg the Bunny. I'm not saying it's a great show, so don't don't. <laughs> right, right. It, it sucks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to pick Greg the Bunny. Okay. All right. All right. So I guess we're doing Greg the Bunny next and we'll try to find the Fox one. Put, put, put those three there. back in yeah, there. Put yeah, put those back in there. Nice. All right. All right. Well, awesome. Thank you for your choice. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. No, I think that's going to pretty much wrap it up for today's episode. Unless there's anything else you wanted to get out about the show. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you're listening to this and want to see me uh, wax nostalgic about uh, movies and television and other pop culture, uh, you can check out. Uh, my podcast, as long as well as my friend Eric Spitz, uh, we co-host a podcast called Films for the Void. Uh, basically, we uh, talk about what we've recently watched, as well as um, pick, that we al- we also alternate off on uh, picking a main topic movie that we go back and forth between picking. And uh, so far, we've talked about Barton Fink, Fly Away Home, Matinee, and Saw. And then uh, our next episode is going to be out in a couple of weeks. And Eric picked the movie Primer. So, oh, uh, is that yeah? Is uh, that the time travel one? It is the time travel okay, one, yeah. Nice. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry, I, 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 I just in. watched <laughs> No, you're good. No, I just watched it uh, a few nights ago, and I thought it was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, Films for the Void. You can follow us on Twitter at Films underscore Void. And you can follow me, Landon, on Twitter at I Got De Fever Man. So uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. This yeah. was so much fun. No, this was awesome. We really appreciate you stopping on by. Of course. <laughs> Absolutely. It's been All a right. pleasure. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for today. So thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you, Landon, once again. Sure thing. And Stephen, is there anything you want to say? Nope. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> I thought I had something, but I didn't. Right. I really, I was cooking. I was, I was cooking over here, and nothing came out. Can't, it did not come out. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't come out. All right. Well, thank you once again, Landon. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Yeah, let's gonna do it. Yeah, we're, we're so bad at ending the shows. Oh, like they, they, and they, that's okay. No, I, I honestly, I got so bad at ending films for the void that I literally had to type out my script word for word, like on how we close the show. It, it got that bad. We should thing, do that. So I totally empathize. Dude, is we, we just, we just rant. We pull Miss Midwestern goodbyes and just slowly like exit toward take, like you know the door take 20 minutes to walk yep. out the door basically yep. yeah I, exactly. I think the last episode i was just like okay we gotta cut we gotta it cut, by it, cut like. it and just clip it so yeah all right but, but yeah. awesome but yeah um matt can you uh facebook message me your email and i'll send you the file yeah no that'd be awesome absolutely okay cool all right well thank you once again landon and uh Tune in two weeks from now for our next episode on Greg the Bunny. Greg the Bunny. We're going to check it out. (laughs) All right. Bye, everyone. All right. Cool. It was a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Yeah. See you, man. Thanks for coming on. See you. Bye.
That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. This podcast has been brought to you by Very Fair Productions. Uh, that's very fair.